You're listening to A Little Nonsense, where the conversation is competitive and the ads aren't real. I'm your host and moderator, Joe Morkel. With me, as always, the thumper and flower to my Bambi, Sean Keller. Oh, wow, Joe. Great to be here. And Mike Pareto. I'm a, I'm a skunk. No, I was flower. I'm a rabbit. this is a little nonsense (laughs) that could have gone better if we planned it (laughs) I'm a rabbit Most public pools were closed this summer, which is leading a lot of homeowners to dig a pool in their own backyard. If you have a pool, use Smiley Water to keep that water clean and clear. Smiley Water kills 100% of bacteria and viruses and has no scent whatsoever. When using Smiley Water, do not swim near an open flame. Smiley water is color sand. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get rid of those tiki torches. <laughs> well, you should have water near an open flame. <laughs> Smiley water is color safe on all kinds of swimwear and clothes. In concentrations larger than recommended, Smiley water will dissolve flesh. <laughs> If you ingest any quantity of any liquid treated with smiley water, immediately induce vomiting and dial 911 while you are still capable of human speech. And then lie on the ground to keep yourself from suffering a head injury when you lose consciousness. Smiley water, it's the happiest. I ate popcorn today. Uh, Congratulations. One of those, hey, one of those hey, popcorn pack. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, hey, oh, popcorn. <laughs> what, what, are, what are Cracker Jacks, Pat? I never knew. Uh, <laughs> no, I had a little bag of those, like, smart ones, like popcorn, where it just tastes like cardboard and air. Uh, and I got a Why little, then? little kernel stuck in my tooth for, like, four hours. So, so you, got, you got the worst possible outcome of eating popcorn without any of <laughs> yes. the joy. Yeah, exactly. It tasted awful, when and get, I got that, that little that, thing. Uh, yeah, the little the sleeve just yes, the sleeve slides the right under sleeve. Your, slides mm. right under your gum. Just, just gets fits in perfectly there. there. Colonel yeah. sleeve sounds like an asshole. <laughs> Colonel sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your commanding officer, soldier? Colonel sleeve. Oh, I'm Colonel, sorry. <laughs> Colonel sleeve, sir. <laughs> yeah, sorry to hear that. He is disgusting. <laughs> Certainly gets under my skin. You're court-martialed. No, but yeah, so that that really is awful. Uh, what about Colonel Angus? Colonel Angus, he's uh, 
He's in he's in a different platoon, I believe. <laughs> yes, the uh, Kentucky 75th uh, Airborne, I believe. <laughs> He's, he did serve with Colonel Sanders, though, and his battalion of chickens. <laughs> Who apparently didn't serve at all. No. No. Well, he served delicious chicken to millions of customers. <laughs> Why, that he did. And still, <laughs> and still does. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's his original recipe. 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 So South Park sounding thing I've ever heard. Recipe. Recipe. <laughs> That's an authentic wasn't, southern uh, accent. Wasn't Norm Macdonald briefly the voice of yes. Colonel Sanders? He actually got in the yeah, makeup for a commercial. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's and, hilarious. Uh, I'm uh, I'm Colonel Sanders there, and uh, <laughs> I got this here uh, delicious chicken. You see, you see, uh, you take the chicken and uh, fry it, fry it up. Uh, yeehaw! <laughs> Isn't he yeah. from like Canada? He's from Canada. I was going to say upstate New York, but uh, same. Very upstate. Still, yeah. <laughs> uh, similar. As upstate as you can go without seeing Santa. <laughs> Santa? I saw Santa, Pat. <laughs> he was in my mall. Can you believe uh, that? I, uh, I believe I saw him there, too, Ronnie. Santa yeah. came to my mall, Pat. What are the odds? <laughs> <laughs> and Rodriguez strikes out in the inning. I uh, couldn't believe it. He was just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if he can move very much anymore, Ronnie. I saw him smoking in the parking lot. Hours later, Pat. <laughs> Surely that Stressful was just job. one of his very stressed out helpers. And the 1-1. One, one. <laughs> oh. Down I, the left. Uh, <laughs> I would like to apologize uh, sincerely to our viewers with children who heard our previous segment in which we uh, falsely said that Santa Claus was not real. I deeply, deeply apologize, and there's a drive to left field. <laughs> and it looks like that'll be a home run for Ramirez. That's not who I am. <laughs> Santa Claus is real. Yeah, he's yeah. real. Pat. <laughs> real. <coughs> he's so real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I did, though. Uh, I, I, it, that reminded me, though. The, so the the kernel sleeve fitting so perfectly between my tooth and gum. Uh, I, I read something today that said uh, bee venom uh, was like be effective in treating certain types of breast cancer they just discovered. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And how, mm-hmm. how awesome would it be if like the cure for cancer was just in the bees all along and now like we're killing all the bees. <laughs> it's like there was a large period of time where we could have had cures for cancer and then we're like oh we accidentally got rid of all the bees (laughs) (laughs) that would be that would be poetic it's a very humanity thing to do isn't it (laughs) i mean we're still like a thousand years away from killing all the bees so well that's good we've got time that's uh that would be neat though if it was in something so mundane well they always are all the all the cures end up being much simpler than you would imagine yeah, like so someone let a piece of moldy bread get mold, and then we had penicillin. Isn't that how that went? No, but sure. Someone left a sock in a drawer, and then he came back, and he was like, "I'm going to give this to that sick guy." <laughs> I think that's how we cured. Yeah, I think that's how we cured AIDS. Yeah. It was uh, 
Sock. <laughs> I was thinking today, uh, I was driving to work, and uh, someone said the almighty, I listened to a podcast, and when you hear the almighty, you just instinctively think dollar. And how, how sad is that? <laughs> it's just I the feel, almighty I dollar. I filled that in with God. I did, did too, yeah. Uh, well, I didn't. <laughs> well, Joe, Joe and I were both raised Catholics. So well, I, could... I was too. Uh, apparently not. Yeah, but we were raised like well. You never, you never forget. <laughs> <laughs> you never forget that. Uh, as <laughs> when I you're raised know. Catholic, uh, just never leaves you. Never yeah. leaves you. Left me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it ever entered you, Sean. <laughs> as it the, does the many way, children. The way that the Catholic Church <laughs> entered enters. Joe and I. <laughs> Mm. Yep. I'm talking, of course, about the penis of a priest entering <laughs> our anuses. It was a, well, bi- it was a bishop in my case. <laughs> also, I just want to point out, uh, because this is an important topic, that that did not happen Correct. to me. And I'm, I'm it was you two. It was but the Pope. To millions of others. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly it happened to many other children. Yes. Probably They're right all- now while we're talking. Yeah, they're still getting away with that. That's crazy. It's just happening right under our noses. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> so did you guys, uh, you guys uh, see that new movie? <laughs> That's a line drive to left field. <laughs> Nobody has seen any new movies lately. That's just not a thing anymore. I saw That's that not true. Uh, Bill and new, Ted came out. The new mutants made eight million dollars over the weekend and I, everybody, everybody was talking about it like wow that's so incredible eight million dollars <laughs> i didn't realize that came out <laughs> i totally missed that yeah and bill wow. and ted actually made less than that so at the box office but does that include like online or uh, streaming we're as far as i know we're talking about all sources of revenue right now wow i thought bill and ted would have made way more than that i didn't know it was out no, it's pathetic. It's pathetic. The movie industry is dying. Yeah, but it's, what are what are people doing? Well, entertainment is dying right now. If unless you can, you know, stream it and it's in front of you at the second. Yeah. Right. Because since and, I, since I don't read entertainment news really, and I never see commercials, I'm just surprised when I see something that I want is already out. Yeah. 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 That is exciting. I kind of, yeah. I kind of long for those days of I guess, walking into a blockbuster and seeing, oh my god, they have this. This just came out. That's what happens to me because I don't know yeah. when anything comes out. It's pretty great. I don't. Yeah. I mean, Netflix, no commercials. Hulu, uh, I pay for ad free. Uh, HBO Max, DC Universe. I, I haven't seen a commercial on my television since it was Mike's television and we were roommates. Yeah, I still see lots of commercials on television. Yeah, I, I don't see any. I've just Joe, got it going all day. It's always going. It's Joe, going you just right mentioned uh, you mentioned DC, and I I was Google populates like here's a bunch of headlines that might interest you if I go on there, and uh, one of them was like this. I didn't even click on it because it was such a bullshit uh, <laughs> premise, but it said uh, Justice League versus the Umbrella Academy. Who would win? <laughs> and then I was like. That would not be, like, slightly close. Like, you're talking Batman and Superman 
just the two of them or either one of them could take down the entire Umbrella Academy. Yeah, I mean, Batman has a lot of practice taking down people of that power level, and right. Superman is at that power level and in much better control than, spoiler alert if you haven't seen season one, their most powerful person, Vanya. Right. And I mean, Super- Allison, Superman you just is have not, to wear earplugs, right? He's not just at that power level. He's like way, he's way beyond the power <laughs> sure. level of any, yeah. of any of them. Yes. Yeah. Or and all, if Bat- all of them combined. And if Batman could hold his own with Superman, it stands to reason that he'd have no problem dispatching. He, he defeats him in The Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. I actually, I'm not sure that Vanya is the most powerful of them. You insinuated previously that Allison would be the most popular, or the most powerful, right? Her power takes too long to get going, though. It does, yeah. I don't know, I mean... By the time you say, I heard a rumor, most superheroes could already have defeated you. But if 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 she's being smart about it, she would be kind of, she'd be sort of covert, and could easily just have them all kill themselves at some point. I mean... Or well, manipulate she, them to do her will. I mean, I wonder, does she have to be close to you, or could she get on like a PA? I think she could get on a PA. I think she's, I think she's like Saruman. Well, if she gets to a radio station, everyone's fucked, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. So I don't know if that. Would, I actually, that seems... I, I forget. In season one, they may have suggested that she kind of did that, right, with her fame. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I guess so. Damn, I heard a rumor is, uh, that I'm awesome. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that that power of, of mind control slash suggestion is like, how could you beat that? Like, at the end well, of season three, interrupting her. Yeah, considering that <laughs> Allison was never able to stop Vanya from almost destroying the world. Yeah, well, she she poorly used her powers, okay? Well, that yeah. she's not the most powerful uh, if her power no. does her no good for not using it well. Her, she her has power, no protection. Though, at the end of season two, I'm sorry, but when What's-Her-Face, you find out she can use other people's powers, was the one you were not most afraid of Allison's power? For me, mm. that's like the most terrifying thing. It's like, oh, she can just tell me at any time to do anything and I'm going to do it. I mean, that's especially yeah. if you have power, if you're Vanya and she tells you kill everybody, that's like, right. and that's the end of the world again. But, but again, it's like, it's, it's Dr. Evil talking to Scotty and just going, and like, that's how you defeat Allison. Like you just interrupt her and don't let her finish the sentence. And just, she how, how no, do you, just how does she have not an air horn going? But like, and you but can't you, hear her just <laughs> Yeah, ah, sorry. Or you put earplugs in. But she has no defense. She's defeated like, by earplugs, Michael. She has no earplugs. defense though. It's like if she if she's standing across the room and she starts trying to talk and you pull out a gun, like she doesn't have super speed to dive out of the way. She's not impenetrable. She doesn't have super strength. I heard a rumor bang. If she gets if she gets strep throat, she's basically powerless. I again I think that it's, it lacks imagination to suggest that she wouldn't just enslave a whole bunch of people to take care of that shit for her. If she <sighs> if she really wanted to. I mean, it'd be so easy. Maybe. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like if she were as powerful as you're claiming, 
both seasons one and two would have been much shorter because she could have resolved everybody immediately. We all all know that none of this shit, none of the comic book movies or comic books themselves ever use powers to their fullest ability. They're always limited in some way that makes the most narrative sense. Right. Sure. That's why people are capable of defeating the flash. Right. Yeah. Uh, use, if his powers used effectively, there's no one that should be able to defeat the flash. Exactly, and the same is true of other powers. I would, I would, maybe not impossible to defeat, but certainly much more difficult than is portrayed in their respective uh, media. Well said. Great. I'm, I'm glad that was well said. That I got the point for that. That's awesome. Well, yeah, I was, I was kind of giving you shit because you just tr- started trailing off on your own thought. Happy trails to you. I thought was hysterical. There's a subreddit. Stop me if either of you have heard of this before called Shut Up Napoleon. No, I have not. Okay. It's a subreddit with about 3,000, just over 3,000 users, uh, followers currently. And the, (laughs) the subreddit is just posts of people telling this one Reddit user named Napoleon is God to shut up because he's kind of, he's super douchey. And And it's just, it's just all, it's a collection of all of those times. All of those moments where he's a complete douche and someone just says, (laughs) shut up, Napoleon. So Napoleon must be like super active on Reddit, right? He he seems pretty active. Uh, because just in the time I was perusing that subreddit, I, I saw like, I went through like 30 or 40 posts and he knows the subreddit exists. He's posted on. He's posted replies to comments on "Shut up, Napoleon." Huh. That's funny. Did you see? Did you guys see Jim Gaffigan's uh, tweets or hear about that? I, I heard about that. Yeah. Because no. that 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 reminds me of he, Jim. Jim Gaffigan is like typically doesn't talk politics, and he recently no, yeah, came, not at all. He recently came out very strongly against President Trump. And there was a screenshot I saw that had me cracking up. It was uh, Gaffigan said something, and then this woman, uh, Patricia, maybe, I don't know what her handle was, but it said, you're going to lose a lot of fans over this. And then uh, his response to that was, hey, fuck you, Karen. (laughs) Just very very blunt. Hey, fuck you. (laughs) Shut up, Napoleon. (laughs) Shut up, Napoleon. It's very much like that. Yeah, there are there are a lot of great obscure uh, Reddit communities. There are. There are. That's that's the majesty of it. Yeah, that's the only way to enjoy it. If you're on any of the main ones, it's it's usually not a fun time. Yeah, when you said three thousand in that subreddit, I was like, that's not very many at all. That's like a brand new. I remember I was on salty for something that specific. That's true. I was I was on uh, I discovered Saltier Than Crate back when it still only had like a thousand subscribers or something, mm-hmm. uh, and that's that's really built up since the Last Jedi came out. Uh, but yeah, that was I, I don't typically visit those super small ones because unless you're specifically looking for something, uh, it's hard to kind of stumble into them, or maybe you see them in a comment or in a that's different. That's usually thread. how I usually, find them. Yeah, usually in a comment. Uh, and then, and then you find that people are cross-posting things, right? 
The old what, Reddit what switcheroo. My, <laughs> one of my favorites that I discovered was uh, upvoted because but. <laughs> All right. You ever heard of this Reddit? <laughs> I've, I've, no. heard of, I've heard of Reddits like it. Yeah, so... I, I was I was looking at some video and there was like it, it was it was a, no it was like a perfectly <laughs> it was like a perfectly benign thing but this woman in it had a great ass and somebody in like the second or third <laughs> comment was like upvoted because but and I, and I went there I'm like okay there's a shitload of comments that are or threads that are upvoted because but and they're like they're not related <laughs> to the necessarily related to the subject matter and it was hilarious to me it's the nine eleven falling man. Um, <laughs> but another great one was uh oh it's the sean connery one oh, what the hell was it it's uh speaking of misogynists sean connery is like <laughs> that's true yeah. he's the worst and he but he just turned i think 90 recently or 92 or something uh, yeah he, he, had, a, he had a birthday old but uh he yeah, he's famously misogynistic oh yeah. it's called i'm sorry it's called the it's called the shub reddit <laughs> The shub? Oh no! <laughs> yes, it's called ah oh, subreddit. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> Why That's wouldn't great. it be? Does it just Sean Connerify famous things, or? Yes, exactly. Yes, okay. one of these is to celebrate Sir Sean Connery's birthday. Let's remember that he's a man who loves to drive fast and sporty cars, <laughs> <laughs> and so on and so forth. <laughs> show on and show forth. That's great. <laughs> the subreddit. <laughs> <laughs> Holy mackerel. Anyway, you know there's lots of those. Yeah, one of my favorites, uh, just for the title alone, is the subreddit R-U-N-B-G-B-B-I-I-V-C-H-I-D-C-T-I-I-C-B-G. The fuck is that? It stands for upvoted not because girl, but because it is very cool. However, I do concede that I initially clicked because girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely have to have to bookmark that instead of type it out. Every I, time, I had but... to Google search it because I didn't have it bookmarked. <laughs> <That's hilarious. laughs> oh no, Reddit. sir. Circling back, though, what was... I don't want to Google it right now, but didn't Connery say something like, it's okay to hit a woman if you don't close your fist? Yeah, or something with, an like open, that? with an open hand, not a closed fist. But he said, like, it's perfectly acceptable to hit a woman. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's nothing wrong with striking a woman as long as your fist <laughs> isn't closed. <laughs> Can only generate so much power with, a, with a, an open fist. <laughs> the closed fist is uh, horrible. It's horrible abuse. However, <laughs> and I do feel strongly about this. <laughs> With an open fist, you go to town. <laughs> you can uh, pretty much do whatever you want with an open fist. <laughs> James Bond turns ninety-two this week. I respect women just about as much as my movies. So I I did some research. The year was nineteen (laughs) sixty-five, and it was in an interview for Playboy magazine. Of course, he said. (laughs) 
He said an open-handed slap is justified. If all just o- justified. If all Sorry. other alternatives fail, and there has been plenty of warning, if a woman is a, <laughs> how much warning is plenty? <laughs> I am going to slap you. <laughs> I, fuck, I fucking told you, Sheila. <laughs> he continues. I'm a piece of shit human God being, and I'm Let going me finish to slap the goddamn you. quote, and then you guys can riff on it. It's too funny. All right, go ahead, Joe. I'm just gonna do it from the beginning and. An open-handed slap is justified. If all other alternatives fail, and there has been plenty of warning, if a woman is a bitch, or hysterical, (laughs) or bloody-minded continually, then I'd do it. That's so much worse than I remember. That's why I want you to let me finish! (laughs) Look, uh, look, I'm just saying... If I if I've uh, if I've done every other warning I could think of, if I've exhausted every alternative, but if she's being a bitch, officer, <laughs> or if she's on her period, <laughs> God, I mean that's what he means when he says bloody minded, right? I, I want to remind you both: you're talking about Sir Sean Connery. Sure, yeah. Sean well, Connery. Well if he doesn't title. like us talking about him, I invite a 92-year-old man to slap me across the face for being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he probably can't hit very hard these days. <laughs> Listen, those comments may not have aged well, but I stand, I. <laughs> I stand by the principle of them. <laughs> oh, Sean I Connery. may not use the word bitch today. I might say... Cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Sean Connery, age 94, died this evening. Most famous, of course, for his role as James Bond and saying it's totes okay to hit a woman if she's being a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) May he rest in peace. Soon. Soon, hopefully. (laughs) Soon. Justified. (laughs) Can't, Can't believe it said... She's being a bitch. (laughs) What a a terrible justification. (laughs) Well, what what determines whether or not she's being a bitch? I do, of course. (laughs) Look, I determined if I warned her enough times, and I I also determine whether or not she's being a bitch. I was trying to read, and there she was, in the room, breathing. <laughs> breathing the same air as me. Can A you believe man, it? can you believe that? <laughs> That's man air. <laughs> breathing in such a bitchy way. <laughs> I am the last one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, oh what boy. a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God, I mean... Can you imagine if the internet were around, was around back then? Like, so many people, like, Jimmy Stewart probably did some horrible shit. Sean Connery, you know, that's that's all we have. And that was just, like, in a very public interview with Playboy. Yeah. Can you imagine if he was just, like, walking around and, like, TMZ got a camera in front of him? <laughs> like, actually <laughs> hitting someone? Sure, yeah. Oh god. So many so many of these uh, beloved celebrities. Yeah, I mean, what would he have said about Jews? Good lord. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I bet he I like hated to think Jews. he was a big fan. <laughs> Just a big fan. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. I'm on the fence. <laughs> 
I mean, Mel Gibson did that whole movie, Braveheart, and he hates Jews, so therefore a real Scottish person must really hate Jews. <laughs> right. That makes sense. No one can see you wink and give a thumbs up. <laughs> I know. That was for you maybe, guys. <laughs> maybe Joe could put in like a ding sound effect or something. I don't ding. know. Ding. There that's it a, is. That's the one I got. God, God damn it. I'm going to lose this episode. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so Black Panther died, huh? Yeah, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Fucking sucks. Sean, uh, would you like to say a few words as the podcast Marvel representative? Sure. Um, Chadwick Boseman was fucking awesome. And uh, he was, he made me give a shit about the Black Panther. uh, And he was ridiculously talented. And uh, it just sucks that he's gone. And it's so crazy, so crazy and amazing to me. That he just crazy. had stage crazy, yeah. It's, uh, he had stage three cancer for four years, and made these awesome movies, and uh, nobody knew about it. And it's it's just he he was too young, and he was too talented. He had he had much more to to give, but I'm grateful for what he gave. Well, sir, are you guys uh, are you guys thinking about getting colonoscopies? I was going to ask you guys about that. <laughs> <'cause>, <laughs> Because he was pretty young, <laughs> and typically doctors say when you're what, in like your mid fifties, you should go get one. But I think they've reduced that to mid forties now. But yeah, still, he was. I mean, he was uh, thirty nine, I guess, when he was diagnosed, and with stage three, yeah. And uh, you know, I'm thirty seven, so yeah, maybe it's time to get my butthole looked at. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, that's going to be a fun, fun little first, you know. No one's, well, for no me, one's looked in your butthole before. <laughs> not mine. No one's just you know. Well, not part of the curtain me- reached around. Not medically. <laughs> not for not to find a disease. <laughs> no, but to to go back to <clears throat> Chadwick Boseman, uh, it's it is pretty remarkable that uh, he had terminal cancer and. Uh, was, was one might say crazing was doing these movies uh, that were extremely demanding physically and uh, uh, nobody nobody could have guessed that he was anything but the perfect image of health mm-hmm. in these movies. Another and, uh, amazing thing that no one would have guessed is he might have been saved if someone put a bunch of bees in his asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Could be, could be. Guys, I think I found a way to get out of these colonoscopies. (laughs) uh, We just have to shove a a fistful of bees into our assholes. (laughs) That sounds helpful. (laughs) Well, apparently it is. He did say, I want to say this because I was I've been thinking about this the past couple of days since he since he passed, and he it is very tough I think to pull off because I don't know if it's a skill rather than just something you're born with, the ability to act regal, like to to have this air of regality about you. There's not a better word, so I'm just going to use different forms of it. But like the guy uh, on screen, he seemed like royalty. And I don't Mm -hmm. don't think that's an easy thing to pull off uh, so effortlessly as he did. Like he just, he was like, okay, this is a guy who like commands the space he's in I, I don't know. I just uh, I think, rewatching it the uh, other day. It's amazing. 
a lot of that I think is <clears throat> also uh, because of supporting actors, but I'd have to have an example of somebody who didn't do it well. Okay. To really uh, make a good comparison. Hmm. Like who who pulled it off very poorly? Uh, well, I mean, my instinct is to look at like Game of Thrones. I feel like there's there's got to be an example in there. Uh, or Lord okay. of the Rings. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of things in which there's a lot of kings about, to choose from. How about from. John Goodman in King Ralph? <laughs> I I disagree, Joe. I, I think actually he, I never thought he's very regal. I've never seen it. However, he he did he did take over the role as president in the West Wing for a few episodes, and I thought did a great job. And I think that's kind of a similar role. That is a similar thing. Yeah, someone playing president. Uh. So uh, and being able to pull yeah, that no, I, I'm not. I don't want to like <laughs> knock knock him down a peg or anything. I think no, he's no. A, I think he's a great actor. I just uh, I just think that uh, that probably isn't as hard as you think it is. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> that that part of it, uh, I think it's uh, yeah, mostly it's mostly up to the supporting actors whether that's believable. The way that they're treating him, I suppose I I could see that. I don't know. I just. Uh, his performance in that movie is so great in so many other movies. Um, Such as? 42. <laughs> I'm sorry. Jackie Robinson. I didn't think you'd be able to name any. Uh, uh, he, he also did the uh, James Brown uh, biopic. Biopic, yeah. Yeah, which uh, I haven't seen. I hate biopics, but... Uh, I haven't seen it either. I understand he's quite good in that. Bedford Chalmers Retirement Communities. Peaceful, luxury, independent living facilities where you or your loved one can feel not only safe and secure, but genuinely happy, like you're on the world's greatest vacation happy. Our state-of-the-art luxury amenities are rated AAA resort class, and we've hired some of the world's best chefs to prepare gourmet meals on demand. And the best part, we don't believe in any of that COVID nonsense. Oh, no. (laughs) You're free to come and go as you please. Mask, no mask, doesn't matter. Oh, no. Mingle with the general population, other residents, staff. Go out whenever you like and come back. No pesky temperature screenings or quarantines. (laughs) It's true freedom and bliss. Bedford Chalmers Retirement Communities, where COVID is a hoax, but <laughs> the luxury is very real. <laughs> well, that, uh, I think that place is going to be out of customers in a few yeah, weeks. Yeah, I imagine they have a lot of, va- <laughs> a lot of vacancies. <laughs> well, I mean, a lot of the people who would uh, potentially want to go there probably don't believe in COVID, so mm. there you go. Go there. <sighs> <laughs> other than that though it sounds like a great place yeah absolutely oh yeah no it's top of the line tippity top for, tw- for 20 30 year olds if they if they could get in there yeah i mean a, a chef on demand i mean that's that's uh wow yeah i feel that's like the prices top-notch. are gonna be really cheap in like three or four weeks that's when we should uh apply <laughs> <laughs> what, you, what you mean whenever when when you're stepping over corpses to get to the amenities? That's that's <laughs> yes. correct. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll clear the tennis court in order to play on it. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
Yes, just clear your way to the amenities. <laughs> and everything everything given... is so nice, but they don't remove any of the bodies. <laughs> <laughs> due, to, due to strangely specific religious beliefs, we can't move these bodies. <laughs> we refuse to disturb the dead bodies. So <laughs> We believe when you die, leave it. <laughs> just, just leave it. <laughs> but also, COVID is a hoax, by the way. <laughs> These people all just died of other things. <laughs> yeah. Like oldness. <laughs> oh, that was not a bell on purpose, was it? That was not an intentional bell. It was an intentional bell. Oh, it was. It sounded very faint. That's because there was laughter over the beginning of it. Ah, okay. It's just the sound my penis makes when it hits the open air. (laughs) (laughs) Ding! It's like someone clinking a glass with a fork. (laughs) I'd like to make a toast. (laughs) For some reason, every time I pull my penis out, a newlywed couple kisses in the distance. (laughs) (laughs) What you playing these days? Oh, man, right now... (laughs) I'm actually playing Grand Theft Auto V again. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I've been doing some replays, too. I think it's just very comforting right now. Wrap yourself in something you kind of know. I do enjoy replays. Um, I admit I'm also replaying Breath of the Wild for, like, the fourth time. I I keep going back to that one. If I ever get a Nintendo console... That'll be my first purchase, because I keep hearing such great things about that game. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty fucking good game. But also, uh, if you haven't played Grand Theft Auto V yet, Sean, that should be like your first purchase right now. Because you could play that I, right now. I've played that. Okay. Oh, you have? I'm pretty sure I've played all the Grand Theft Auto games. Yeah, okay. Not recently, <laughs> but... I just I could have sworn that you had not played that game, but I I'm pretty sure I played all the Grand Theft, but I never I've never once completed the actual game. Like I, I just get in the cars and see how many stars I can get to chase me and get cheat codes and blow <laughs> shit up. So oh. you play like, you play like a thirteen year old. <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with that? I I yeah, see. Whatever I makes see. you happy. Actually, great great story in that game. Great, yeah. great writing, great acting. It's a really solid really characters, solid game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's uh, you know it's the best since San Andreas. That was the last really great one. Yeah, I just enjoy uh, you know getting helicopters and shit and just like blowing stuff up and causing mayhem. You ever play any of the Saints Row games, Sean? No, I have not. I, I think you understand would probably enjoy those. Yeah, they're they're. Grand Theft Auto-ish, except they're more absurd. Mm-hmm. Like Cartoonish. Uh, yeah, like in Saints Row 3, which I actually got the remaster on, uh, on, on the Epic Store a ways back. Uh, one of the melee weapons you can buy from the gun store is just a giant dildo. <laughs> and you can beat people to death with that. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a ridiculous game. Fun. Uh, Saints Row uh, 4 
is even more absurd in that it doesn't actually take place in anything close to reality anymore. Uh, you, the leader of a gang, becomes president, and then the Earth is invaded by aliens. <laughs> of course. And then, you're, and then you're forced into what's basically the Matrix. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's, it's entirely absurd, but fun as fuck. That's what video games should be. You're, you're fighting aliens in the Matrix with superpowers. Yeah, that's amazing. I've also been playing uh, Black Mesa. Are you familiar with this? I am. It's a, it's, it's uh, a Half-Life-related Valve thing. Eh? It, well, it's a remaster, essentially, of uh, Half-Life 1. But it's done really well. Like, like really, really well. And I never, I admit, I, you know, I played Half-Life 1, but I never got through it. When it first came out, and this was that would have been like twenty, twenty one years ago, I yeah. think. Jesus. Um, so, the remaster is really helping me uh, appreciate that game a lot more than I did the first time around. It, it would it would certainly be difficult to appreciate the first game now <laughs> unaltered. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it would be. See, I struggle with that shit, but I feel like you guys have always like not cared about graphics. Well, there, but I there's a there, I definitely care. There's a transitional period that took place between like '97 and 2000, or even a little later, where things just look really, really bad. Like at the time, they looked great because we were oh, it's 3D now. This is awesome, you know. But mm. like. It yeah, turns even out I like, can't even I can't get past Goldeneye now. Right, yeah. It, right. In yeah. in retrospect, you know, hindsight being 2020, the when they mastered those like 2D RPGs like Final Fantasy 6, for example, like the look of that game. Yeah. Uh that's still a beautiful game today. Like it holds up really well. Final Fantasy Super easy to play. Right, and Final Fantasy 7 which is which is my favorite Final Fantasy game, doesn't hold up at all. Like graphically, it doesn't hold up at all. It looked at the time superior because it had those cutscenes and it had the 3D models and shit. But oh my god! Like compared, just compared to Final Fantasy VI, which is like a cohesive thing, it just looks like shit. You yeah, know? the early 3D is just god awful, and you look at those collections of polygons on the on the yeah. pl on the first playstation and oh yeah you, I, you just immediately go wow how is this worse than super nintendo was jumping jack flash <laughs> <laughs> for playstation oh my god yeah i'm a late i'm a late playstation bloomer uh, the ps4 was my first playstation yeah i was a i was a sega guy until sega stopped being a thing until until N sixty four, and then I went then I went Xbox. Yeah, I was never I was never a Sega guy. Always been a Nintendo guy from day one. I've had every Nintendo console. I kind of kind of wish I had been a Nintendo guy because like Sega. I'm trying to. I mean, other than Sonic the Hedgehog, I'm really trying to remember what the exclusive titles were that were like Mortal Kombat. Maybe well, no, Sega, I was on Super Nintendo as well. But it did. Yeah. The, uh, Sega had a better version of Mortal Kombat because it, it had it had the blood and the the full. Uh, you had to enter a code to get the blood on Super Nintendo. Yeah, uh, but uh, the titles Super on Nintendo Sega that, 
Well, sorry, go ahead, Joe. Sorry. I was going to say the titles on Sega that were important to me were uh, Landstalker, uh, Shining Force, Shining Force 2. Yeah, Sega that's was... that's about it. Sega was... I've never uh, even heard of those. ...was home to more mature games in general. And that's always kind of been the tradition with Nintendo, is the way to compete with Nintendo is to make games for older audiences. For sure. You know, Shining Force was, uh, I think it was, what is a turn-based RPG or something? Turn-based was, tactical, yeah. There yeah. was another There was another fight game, and now I'm trying to remember, what, Killer Instinct? That was an arcade game. But, but that, was, that was an N64 game. It was cross-platform. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Sega, there's a, I think, there there's, there's a KI a on Super Nintendo too, I think. Bigger RPG, like JRPG market on Sega. If I remember correctly, I didn't have a Sega, so I didn't really get into any of it. But I always felt Super Nintendo was superior. But I think Nintendo's superior in every generation, even now. <laughs> Personally, I, I've never—it's never been a limiting factor. I've never been like, "Oh, I'm just gonna have a Nintendo," or "I'm just gonna have a PlayStation." I usually get whatever. If there's a game I really want, I just—I I just get I- that system. I don't. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, I don't think you limit your. If you could only have one console, and you didn't have a gaming capable PC, Mike, would Nintendo still be your one console? No, that was my life. No, that, it wouldn't. That's be. always. Yeah. That's always been my life. Is I'm going to have one console for four to six years. Well, I guess and that's, that's it. No, Joe makes a really good point because, like, my primary gaming platform is PC, so I I can get most things on PC, and that's where you get a lot of the. Uh, more mature games. Nintendo, though, is the best supplemental console for me for for a PC because it's got the best first-party titles. Well, and it's it's got it's got most mobile gaming and it's Nintendo's got, you know, really the only company that still does first-party titles. You'll have exclusives yep. to a console, but right. Sony isn't making a lot of games themselves. They've started to. They they just have. didn't. Didn't they just launch like within the last year, or they just improved or made notable their gaming division? But when I think about the or their development the greatest division. video game franchises of all time, like half of them at least are Nintendo. Leisure Suit Larry. Mm. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> we need to do a Leisure Suit Larry uh, playthrough. Stream on, that on, on Twitch. On Twitch. <laughs> yeah. That's actually no, as a. That's a LucasArts game, isn't it? It might be. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Grim Fandango. I don't know why uh, I got those confused. I I have no idea why. Grim Reaper, you know, Leisure Suit Larry, very (laughs) similar characters. Well, no, LucasArts did some, like, weird games. The Monkey Island or... Yeah, well, they they did adventure games, but none of them had to do with trying to fuck chicks. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. (laughs) <laughs> Let's see. It was uh, it's adult themed video Sam game. And Max. Oh, it, was, it was published by Sierra. Of course, it was eighty seven to two thousand nine. What happened to Sierra? I thought they were like a huge publisher. They were. They just fucking died. Well, adventure games stopped being the pinnacle, and they didn't have anything else. All we've got is Leisure Suit Larry and King's Quest. <laughs> I'm waiting for the next gen, the PS5 Leisure Suit Larry. There was a <laughs> game hoping. I played that was published by Sierra. I played a lot. I think it was the Tribes franchise. Mm. Either of you ever played Tribes? 
No. No. Okay. That well, like the predecessor to Halo, I guess you could say. Came out. Halo uh, was more successful. Yeah, I'll say <laughs> slightly. <laughs> for sure. Although I think tribes. That's my is, hot take. I think tribes is a is a better multiplayer game than Halo, but didn't didn't really have any story at all. So that's probably why Halo was more successful. I don't remember a bunch of people sitting in my house drinking, playing tribes. I'll tell you that much. No, <laughs> I mean it's a PC game. And and at the time it came out, this was at, this was already like post LAN party. You know, this was like early two thousands. I miss LAN parties. Yeah, me too. I also just kind of miss regular parties. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm in that boat. For I would sure. say I, I I miss them in that order also. Yeah. <laughs> Did you all? I meant to ask you. Did you hear about Elon Musk's uh, neuro implant uh, thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He tested it on pigs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty crazy. Joe, did you hear about this? No, I have no idea called? what the uh, fuck you're talking about. Ne- neuro link. Yeah. Yes. It's like. So a, it's, oh, go ahead, Sean. You. No, I mean you're gonna speak yeah, much I more want, eloquently. I want Sean to try and explain it first. <laughs> no, no, you, Let you, me break you down the science, it Joe. <laughs> it's basically uh, just a little device that uh, is implanted in your head. It's it, yeah. like they they drill out a circle in your skull and they put it where that circle was, and That's, then there sorry, are you get to on brain. your brain. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, it's on your skull, but then these fine wires yeah. uh, go into your brain, and they're basically the, the the idea behind it is that you can control your devices. Uh, it's an input output device connected to your brain. Well, it's, sure. I think the primary function, the way it's being marketed, is more of a, a health based utility. Yeah. Like it, it's Pure going to regulate. Blindness. It's going to regulate your. Uh, brain neural neurological signals and things like that to make sure that you're yeah everything's functioning properly but of course is that really what the primary purpose is going to be no it's going to be for a a heads-up display (laughs) and so that you can have supervision and uh you know, it's turn so yourself can, it's into so, a, it's so while you're sitting in your house in the dark you still have to view ads <laughs> exactly. I won't, be, I won't be able to avoid commercials then when they're being beamed yeah, into my like, brain. It's like the iPhone EYE from Futurama, where it's an actual <laughs> implant in your. Uh, no, you guys, no, no, no. Okay. I, I just refuse to engage with you when you bring up the show because I think that's way more fun. <laughs> I think. Because I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm just not going to reward you. It's terrifying. The idea of it is terrifying and intriguing to me because on the one hand, it's like, um, uh, what what privacy do I really even have left now? Uh-huh. And I, I guess it's kind of, yeah, my thoughts and dreams are sort of still private. So do I <laughs> one, one would think do I know. give do I give those up too because <laughs> that is he did say like they were talking about what the different 
uh, possibilities were for this thing. And there's medical possibility or purposes. There's, uh, you know, more uh, recreational things. But then he started talking about it's conceivable that you could record uh, memories and you can upload those to something. And then and dreams. Uh, and dreams, and and if you're able to upload that, then are you basically uploading your consciousness? Yeah, and you know, then you can download that the, to the another answer, body. The answer <laughs> is the answer is no, you're not. I mean, yet. Not, not yet, not yet, no. But well, uh, isn't it similar to how the transporter in Star Trek, how it kills you, and then you're a new person when you go through it? Yeah, it would be exactly were, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, also, you know, we're more than a collection of memories because we don't even remember most of our memories yeah we're bags of meat too we're bags of meat as well <laughs> i i think i think it's gonna be a while before uh, a person can be effectively downloaded because the hardware is an intrinsic part of making the person yeah it'll there, be a well, while there, but this is for sure be, a step there has to be a method where we can be conscious in both bodies at the same time and then you can you can shut one off and only exist in the other one. Yeah. Otherwise well, there's never going to be, they'll simulate the feeling of being in both places to <laughs> trick you. So now and you're kill you. Now you're dead. <laughs> and they have a, a, a machine that they can enslave because it has no needs other than electricity. No, I there's no that way to know. Keep, yeah. Stay on that. Stay on that train of thought, Mike. I find that really interesting. Having to have that overlap, there has to be overlap. And yes. we'll get back to Mike's train of thought after a word from one of our sponsors, Sean. <laughs> have you suffered from physical or emotional trauma? Are there parts of your life you wish you could forget ever happened? Imagine being able to erase embarrassing moments from your brain, to forever move past the heartache of the one that got away. Well. The science fiction of movies like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind have finally become science fact. Introducing Mitchell Distillery's Single-Aged Bourbon. <laughs> Our handcrafted bourbon is guaranteed to destroy hundreds of thousands of brain cells, stimulating short-term memory loss and, more importantly, long-term brain damage. It can also destroy hundreds of thousands of brain cells, stimulating short-term memory loss and more importantly, <laughs> long-term brain damage. Mitchell Distillery Single-Aged Bourbon. Hey, where am I? <laughs> that does the trick, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. So, Mike, now Amazing. jump seamlessly back into your train of thought. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the scariest thing about uh, teleportation or being resurrected in a clone, that kind of thing, is that you die on one end and, and, and you come back on the other end and that person, that thing that is you now, has no memory of you dying. So you just kind of, that person still thinks it's you and there's there's no reason anyone would ever suspect that the real you, the first you, the original you died. Well, yeah. the only way to get around that, to me, is to have a situation where, maybe a system where you, you can exist consciously. If, if conscious if consciousness can be transferred to another body, then is somebody sleeping? Did I hear a snore? <laughs> just Did fall asleep? <laughs> is that what just happened? Sorry, I was trying to quietly burp. <laughs> anyway, so I would have to, if it were me, I so would want boring. to. I would want it to. like. It sure did. 
I would want to exist in both places at the same time first. I would want to test it. I want to make sure, or or go there and come back. You know what I mean? Like, I want to feel the consciousness inside of that target body's mind before I make a commitment to it. But let me ask you something. You've had your wisdom teeth removed? Yeah, but I was not under when I did it. You were not? Okay. Have you ever been put under? So if you've been put under... I've been put under twice for surgery, yeah. You... Okay, so you go to sleep. He said real surgery. Right, but you go to sleep, and then you wake up, and it it happened, it's done, and you don't have any memory, but, like, what what's the difference between that, or even going to sleep and waking up? Well, like, the difference is hopefully my eyes work right away in the robot body, and I don't think the nurse is my mom. Well, the difference, <laughs> the difference Sean, is that I will never wake up in that situation. Because he's but dead. But you wouldn't know any better, would you? Because if your consciousness... No, because I'll be dead. ...transfers. Yeah, no, I'll just be dead. But the next the next person who wakes up is not me. That's, oh, I It's see. a different but, person. But, but then, but, but are you implying there's something other than consciousness that would need to transfer? Because if your consciousness transfers, he's then you would have those... He's no, saying no. that it wouldn't. It's just a copy of the mind... But you would have those memories. What's but the that's, difference? But that's not consciousness, though. I mean, that person will be conscious, and they'll have all of your memories and think that they're you. And nobody will ever know the difference. But it won't be you. Yeah, but you'll, you but you'll be actually dead. be dead. Yeah. If, if we're talking about just being able to upload and download memories and stuff like that, but I'm talking, uh, there's a difference between that and actually transferring your consciousness, consciousness, right? Yes, but that's what I'm saying, is that the only way to know... That's literally what he's saying. The only way to know that that happens is to test it first. Experience it? You have to to be conscious in your current body and either jump to another body or be conscious in both bodies before you make that that commitment. Yeah, because I... I see. And I don't think that that's doable. I just... I I can tell you right now that it's not with our current level of technology. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah, it it is kind of hard to quantify, or not even quantify, but just to, like, what is consciousness? Is it this thing that you can seamlessly transfer from one vessel to another? I think that it... I think that it obviously is somehow... Because it's but it's not like a blood transfusion where we're going to no, take no, this blood like, and I, put it there. You know. It's a th- no, it's a it's thing. It's quite a bit different. <laughs> it's a thing that 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 we understand that exists that that can be measured to some extent. We just don't entirely understand it. It's like gravity, but, but it's there. Like it, it, we could move it somehow. It's just we just don't know how. You know, hmm. we know gravity is a thing. We don't know why gravity is a thing. But it's it there, help and us. we can measure it. And it won't help us to test animals either, right? Because a pig's not going to be able to tell you, yeah, it worked. <laughs> yeah, it's still, I'm still the same pig. <laughs> yeah, you got to uh, probably test it with uh, humans, which is a problem, ethically. So, Well, then we'll just have to experiment on pigs until they can speak, and then we do it to pigs. <laughs> we, yeah, we make you- something else conscious first and then use that thing. Yeah, we, we you, only <laughs> give them advanced intelligence and consciousness so that we can do horrible things. <laughs> I bet you we could find dozens, uh, if not hundreds or thousands, of super old people 
who if if they were propositioned with hey we could maybe put your Ooh. consciousness in a younger body what if we just set up the lab in that japanese suicide forest <laughs> <laughs> they're not doing you're anything looking in at, there you're looking to die you might well no that that's where you would transfer the old people's consciousness into those bodies <laughs> You're like, yeah, you don't want your body anymore? You're just going just gonna to hang yourself like, over here I on this like tree? I feel like you've switched sci-fi movies. We're no, longer, <laughs> we're no longer becoming robots. Old people are just stealing young bodies. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We need some baby blood. Can we get some of that? Or are both that- of these stories going at the same time? There's like an A story and a B story. Young like people are becoming at. robots. B story. Like old people are stealing the young bodies they left. It's a battle for the planet, Joe. Which side are you on? If I'm you, always on my own side. If you had a choice, though, <laughs> if you had a choice between transferring your consciousness into a new body when you're 100 years old or transferring it to a perfect computer simulation where you could do whatever the fuck you wanted for eternity, which of those two things would you do? I feel like your descriptions there were slightly biased. I don't think you gave. I don't think you gave each choice well, no, equal no. time. I mean, I also, or consideration. I also don't think you're considering that everybody could do whatever they want. So essentially, the simulation would be the game's second life, and that wouldn't be fun to play at all. I suppose it's just you're right, no, it's yeah. just nothing but furries and people shaped like dildos, and they're fighting and also fucking at the unless, same time. Unless you're the only real person in the simulation, in which case it'd be pretty depressing it would be yeah i yeah. really don't see what the difference between that and my current life would be uh, that's a that's a good <laughs> question that's a good question though do we even know Ooh. that everybody else is real i don't know that you two are real no i'm not <laughs> <laughs> that actually makes a lot of sense <laughs> so many questions would be answered if if that were the no, answer. but i guess if you could if you could transfer your consciousness into a younger body, then you could just do that for a hundred years and then transfer to a better computer program a hundred years later, right? So sure, yeah. That always seems I don't like know. the correct answer. I feel answer. like it wouldn't be forwards compatible. It'd be like you were made in the Sims one and now you're trying to import yourself into the Sims four. That's not gonna work. There's more polygons in there. You just look like a golden eye guy walking around with a big, <laughs> a big, a big cube head. Yeah, and yeah, and, and Pierce Brosnan's face, Pierce Brosnan's 16-bit face pasted on your cube head. You're you're, you're trying to fit in at the water cooler at work, <laughs> knocking shit off the shelf with your big cube head. <laughs> hey guys, you guys see the game? You guys, you guys see the game last night? <laughs> My name is Hamlet Ebenezer. (laughs) And that's what Hamlet Ebenezer looks like in this world. (laughs) Oh, oh, fuck. (laughs) Yeah, what a weird world we live in. I'll say. Uh, Fuck. Oh, the other thing I wanted to talk to you guys about was I heard a rumor today. uh, I heard a rumor. Take my headphones off. Nobody interrupted me. You're all dead. Um, <laughs> I threw my no, headphones off. You see how fast you can say that? <laughs> no one suspected it. But if you guys knew... I don't that, know what you're hey, saying because I can't hear you. But if you knew that, hey, Sean, when he says, I heard a rumor, <laughs> then you, you could die. <laughs> <laughs> if you knew I were capable, then you would, you'd be prepared. Um, I've already taken you out. <laughs> I heard that Taika Watiti is that how you say it? It's close enough. 
Yeah, Taika, that guy. He uh, he's he's writing a Star Wars movie. Yeah, uh, which we are we already knew. Uh, but there were there was an interview with Jeff Goldblum uh, recently where he was talking about the new Jurassic Park movie, and he said that he and Taika had been talking about working together again in a project that he's not able to talk about. Oh no! And so <laughs> so the, there is a possibility that we could be getting Jeff Goldblum in a Star Wars movie. I guarantee he's a droid. You think so? Oh yeah, that'd be great. I could see that. Sure, I mean, it I, would I, be the I same thing as IG eleven. I can't right? imagine him. As he is now, we're not talking about like, you know, Jurassic Park Jeff Goldblum. We're talking modern Jeff sure. Goldblum because the movie right. hasn't been made yet. Right. I, I don't see him like existing. <laughs> yeah, that too. Uh, but existing in the Star Wars universe, it just Although, doesn't. It doesn't I gotta, okay, so he's a bit of a caricature nowadays, but like. Back in the, of he's still a great actor. Back in the nineties, okay, as him. Back in the nineties, ah, uh, he could have he could have been Han fucking Solo. That dude was, I mean, he he was a suave motherfucker back then. I mean, uh, he could still be that guy today. He could be he could be a smuggler or something. I don't think he, don't think, don't think don't he can think, be that guy anymore. Do you remember how weird he Bib Fortuna how. was? You don't think that Jeff Goldblum could be a Twilight? Well, I mean, of course he could be some weird. You know, Alien. secondary character. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. If he's not a droid, I want him to be a Deveronian because I think <laughs> oh, that would be good. hilarious. That'd be good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think a droid is too on the nose. I think that it's just it, it's too much of what Taika did in the Mandalorian. That's a good point. That's a good with point. IG Eleven. I think it'd be too expected. I, I think you you make him uh, an alien. So he's a Gamorian. <laughs> I don't know about that. Confirmed. I uh, yeah. Uh, oink 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 oink. <laughs> These are large, Worst large battle ever. axes. Rar. Yeah, I don't think he'd be a good. A chiss would also be funny. A chiss. Actually, yeah, yeah. Uh, he would be a great chiss. He chiss would be a great chiss. If he was like some kind of just bureaucrat chiss guy, that'd be really funny. I'd like to see that. He'd yeah, be he fantastic. I mean, wasn't he blue in Ragnarok? <laughs> was well, he, he blue he had, skin? He, he was not. Blue, or no. He had, he had some makeup. That's right. Yeah. I think he had some light blue face makeup, perhaps. On part of his face. It wasn't a full yeah. face situation. He wasn't wearing blue face. Right, right. Jeff Goldblum is Grand Admiral Thrawn. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, I, which, yeah, no, hey, no. He's, too, he's, he's too funny. He can't be but serious I just look in. In Ragnarok, it was really literally just a single blue stripe goatee. Yeah, <laughs> that was right, that's yeah. all the blue. Yeah. But that's the only part of a person's face you can recognize. He did, Sean. He did melt that. <laughs> he melted that blue guy though with the scepter, with the melt stick. Right, that did happen. That's what you're thinking of. I'm sure of it. Blue guy. Probably. Yeah. Well, whatever he is, I look forward to it. Yeah, I mean, he is he's really it seems like a great uh f- partner in crime for that director. They they just seem like perfect for each other. Yeah, I love I, agree. I love him. I love Tego Waititi. Waititi, yes. Waititi Have, have either of you seen uh fuck. I'm starting to breach the level of drunkenness where I don't remember the names of things. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Uh his Jojo Rabbit. Have either of you seen Jojo Rabbit? 
No. I have not. I've heard good things. I've heard great things yeah. about it, though. Yeah, me too. Thing is, it so doesn't. You it seen do- it either? <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't check any of the boxes. <laughs> Joe's like, you guys seen this movie? Yeah, me either. It's hmm. <laughs> like that Chris Farley sketch. <laughs> yeah. G- 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 you guys, G- you guys seen Jaws? <laughs> no, no, me neither. Just asking. <laughs> it's pretty it good. Great. I hear it's good. <laughs> guys, we gotta get together. We gotta watch that shit. Yeah, got to make Joe watch that shit. I should say because I, I, and I know you probably have too. Seen it twenty five plus times. Yes. It would be really, yes. really funny to have plans in place, and then I watch it the day before I leave to come <laughs> visit. Like, suck it. <laughs> or you memorize the movie and you just mouth the entire thing while you're watching it with us. Oh, I wouldn't mouth it. I would do it out loud as a performance. <laughs> Just to annoy you. Even the shark parts, you're like, especially the shark parts. (laughs) Especially. But it wouldn't be raw, it'd be chomp chomp. (laughs) Chomp chomp. Okay, bye. And that is our episode. And with a score of two, he predicted it. Mike is this week's loser. I fucking knew it. Oh, amazing. I knew it when I got two bells. It almost never happens. This is the third time in 68 episodes. That, <laughs> Mike that, that might be an accurate statistic. <laughs> uh, I have been and shall continue to remain Joe Morical. I'm Sean Ketter. And look, if she's being a bitch, <laughs> just open your hand and open your heart. <laughs> <laughs> Remember. Even the biggest bitch can redeem herself. Unless she's on her period, then slap her. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Mike Pareto. (laughs) Have a great week. (laughs) A Little Nonsense is copyright 2019 by its hosts. All ads are meant to be humorously fake. Any resemblance to a company, person, or other entity, real or imagined by someone else, is either entirely coincidental or purposeful parody. If you have a question, comment, or discussion topic, you can email us through the mailhole. That's mailhole at littlenonsense.com. You can find more episodes and anything else related to the show at littlenonsense.com. And now that the end of show business is concluded, I'll kindly ask, Sean, would you please take us out? Nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest men. A little whimsy here and there is often very necessary. Mingle a little folly with your wisdom, and you could be jolly. Since now and then is relished by the wisest men. For some reason, every time I pull my penis out, a newlywed couple kisses in the distance. <laughs> <laughs>